Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast, member of the Education Podcast Network. Today, I'm going to talk to you about mental health, uh, my students, and entrepreneurship. I met up with a super nice guy when I was in Pittsburgh. Um, it was kind of interesting because he was, I think Max is like 20. And um, he tracked me down and saw that I was going to be out there. He says, we must talk. And so we we did. And, and, and listening to his journey was interesting just because of the parallels that I get with a lot of my innovation students. And um, in these conversations, we were talking about just sometimes the isolation that happens when you want to be an entrepreneur. And, and um, you know, I, I asked him, I said, you know, do, do, do me a favor and reach out to um, a couple of my students and also including my daughter. And the reason why I wanted that is because I, I hear this all the time with entrepreneurs, <clears throat> that it's, it's lonely, um, that, that, you know, when you're trying to achieve a goal, especially at a young age, it's rare to find other people around you that will work as hard. I mean, one, because it's your dream, right? So I, I get this a lot from my students, like, you know, hey, I'm trying to form a team, but, you know, I'm working my butt off, but no one else is. And and that's that's common, just because, like, no one's going to work for your dream as hard as you are. At least I would hope not. And the other part of this is, is, like, these kind of entrepreneurial creative students just kind of are different. And it's a tough age to be different. It's a tough time to be different. And so one of the things I want more parents and teachers to be aware of is if you have that creatively entrepreneurial student, the one of the best things you can do is just be on the lookout for their mental health. I highly recommend trying to put them in groups. I am not a fan of the solopreneur. Um, I'm a huge fan of teams of two to three. One, because they keep each other accountable. Um, two, although, <laughs> although watching them negotiate um, equity and percentages is always interesting too. But that's just a great life scale. You know, that that going back and forth isn't necessarily isolation and depression. That's just That's just good life scales. But I will say um, that if if we make it a priority to make sure they're just doing okay, we're doing them a huge service. You know, I've been doing this innovation class for eight years now, and uh, that is one of the key things that I've seen. That they, 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 I hate to say they complain to me, but they're like, you know, in some ways this class kind of isolates us because we're working on things and so when the average high schooler high schooler is justifiably wanting to go out on the weekends and just have mindless fun some of these students are taking it really serious are not going out and having as much fun they're working on their goal and and there's a part of me that's like oh that's awesome and and it is it is but i struggle in the sense that that whole it's lonely at the top thing is real and sometimes at age 16 17 18 that's just it's tough I don't want to say it's too soon, um, but I do get deeply concerned that if they don't have a support group, and that support group normally are other people that are entrepreneurial, um, that if they don't have that support group, then it's it's a dangerous thing. This is also what we call the whole seekers and peakers, not moaners and groaners mentality. The peakers are when they become a group. 
Because again, seekers, they, they seek out opportunities. They listen to the moaners and groaners and they want to do something about it. The peakers is when they start to become a group and they can peek around the corner. They can spot trends because they have conversations with each other. They have this you know, bond that they're looking forward to future things. But again, if they don't have that network, they can at times spiral. They can at times get down on themselves. So just as a father and a teacher... Um, this is my warning. Uh, we're, we're pursuing this whole entrepreneurial thing. And, and I have been, I'm telling you, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm saying this out of like a warning. I want my students to be more creatively entrepreneurial, but the rates of depression, and I hate to say suicide, are higher among the entrepreneurial class. There's this really high risk, high reward. And if it doesn't work out, they become extremely down. But a group of those people will tell them, you know, that failure is a part of it. It's okay. Let's dust ourselves back off. But if you are a solopreneur, you're not going to find it. And quite frankly, a lot of times people that don't find the support, they find the opposite, that they'll have people rooting against them because they want out on their own. So to sum back up, I'm a teacher. I'm a father. I work with a lot of these students that are entrepreneurial. Make sure, please, that they have a team of two or three, or an advisory board, or heck, maybe even some great relationships with mentors that went along this journey because they'll be able to provide that feedback. Otherwise, I'm afraid that they kind of forget to be a teen, they forget to be happy, they forget to be social, and they kind of, you know, spiral into a, into a dark place. So that's all I have today. If you have any questions for me, uh, man, would I like to hear from you? You can always email me, Don at startitupinnovation.com, especially if you want to keep it private. I get a lot of um, emails asking me about this stuff, so I'd, I would happily respond. I know it's a tough time to be a parent or a teacher, so I will happily make time to talk with you. Other than that, this is Don Wetrick reminding you, as always, those opportunities are everywhere. We'll see ya.